Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The highest, the, the, the safest place to be when a star falls from the earth. Is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> behind a modest sized rock. Let's <laughs> Boys here, uh, the internet's number one fake hunting podcast returns in just under 50 minutes with some decent carves. Uh, my name is Excitable Peter O'Donohue, and in my hunting party are uh, the the Ethan the Stalker. That's what they call me. Uh, Jimmy Shortbow. <laughs> Jimmy Shortbow. <laughs> yep. Jimmy Lightbow Gun. Yep. The one time, the one time I played on your PlayStation, I remember that was the gun that you gave me. <clears throat> totally was, dude. I like that range attack. Yeah. Uh, so as many of you know, you've probably uh, gleaned this information through the hundreds of episodes that we've done. Uh, I'm a big fan of the natural world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my favorite thing to do with the natural world, of course, is uh, destroy it, since yeah. it's going to be my grandchildren's problem and Greta Thunberg's mom won't return my DMs. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and we've always <laughs> said this, but you're the David Attenborough of the podcast is what we've always said about you. Uh, of course, yeah. Of your, uh, your passion for nature. And every episode, as you notice, uh, as you saw here at the top of this episode, every notice, I just say out loud what I'm looking at, like every single David Attenborough documentary, (laughs) (laughs) where it's just like a still, it's just like a a drone shot of the ocean. And then you just hear David Attenborough go, the ocean. And it's like, oh, I didn't realize it was like described video. (laughs) I mean, Peter just describes me with no light bulbs in my apartment because all my lights burned out today. (laughs) To be fair, to be fair to David Attenborough, that shot. I remember thinking to myself, well, that could be a large sea. It could be one of the Great Lakes. Yeah, also. Which is like a small yeah. sea, if you think about it. Yeah, except they're freshwater. Yeah. A lowercase sea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The We have the five lowercase seas. <laughs> <laughs> um... We're doing Monster Hunter again. This will be our third Monster Hunter episode. Um, I went back and looked at the dates. Um, our first Monster Hunter episode was February 2018. Um, okay. And that was February 2021. Uh, we've got a new Monster Hunter coming out. Uh, and I have surpassed Jamie as becoming the most experienced with the franchise. Uh, because we have played the same game. We both played Monster Hunter World, except I played the expansion. So I'm... So you're that. So I also played the demo for the newest game. So if we're sorting by new, I think I win on that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're you're the hip youngster, so you're much more relevant. But I'm more experienced. I'm just bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who would win in a cum race? No, uh, we don't got oh, to that's it. I don't got to bring up your guys' off-air beef like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trying to, that trying was to your st- thing, stir up some Howard Stern drama between you guys, between the cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's our familiarity with it, uh, Monster Hunter World, and then so how was the demo for uh, for Rise on Switch? 
It felt a lot like I haven't played all of the old ones, so I only have Monster Hunter Worlds to compare to, and it felt a lot like Monster Hunter Worlds. Uh, there's only two missions. Uh, you have to fight. Uh, what's that dude's name? It's this one little dinosaur dude who has two little friends, uh, and it was so easy. I went in with the two blades, and I didn't even back out or roll. I just like DPS him the whole time, just oh, whack, whack, whack. <laughs> uh, Feels like and then I tried. <laughs> And then I tried the the big bubble uh, monster. What's the oh, name again? Mitsune. Mitsusune? Mizutsune is the bubble okay. monster. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that was a really cool fight. I, I used the light bow gun for that one. So I was just keeping a distance and like uh, strafing and shooting and dodging whenever it would atta- approach. But it would shoot bubbles out and there was different colored bubbles. So like the yellow one would do damage to you. The green one would heal you. So it's like shooting the right bubbles and then dodging into the right bubbles. Uh, it was actually really engaging a lot of fun i'd be uh super into that if i had a switch because i am yeah. a big fan of new monster hunter i know the old ones are supposed to be kind of clunky but like i've played yeah. two demos on 3ds uh which is, is a different thing but uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I don't know if you could compare <laughs> i don't know if you could say like hey yeah. i've played 3ds demos i don't like old monster hunter games that were on no of course not. i don't have a solid <laughs> i don't have a solid opinion uh because i've only played monster hunter world on pc keyboard and mouse yeah. so using the one thumb pad on the 2DS is a very different experience as one can imagine. Yeah, you get a wolf to ride too, and the wolf can climb, so I wasn't expecting it, but I ran it like this hill that had like vines up the side, and the wolf just like kept running, but like 90 degrees upwards. Uh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. It's funny, I really expected my dog to crash, but he just went straight up the hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got lucky. a mind of his own. He's out of control. <clears throat> and one of the caveats of... Um, the demo is that you can only do 30 multiplayer missions and then it'll cut you off from online. Um, uh, so I, I went to go do one and online wasn't available. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nintendo that's doesn't. 29 that's remaining. March 2021. So it's like a month from now at time of recording. Yeah. And pretty much at time of release. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do the multiplayer because I remember it was super janky on PlayStation. Uh, you had to like shoot a flare, then your friend had to like join you before anyone else could, and like you couldn't just go fight a monster with your friend. It was, it was like, super uh, really complicated. It was like Dark yeah. Souls multiplayer. Yeah, kind of like, like that. You exactly. Leave your mark on the ground and hope your friend clicks the right one. Dark Souls exactly. has a password system, so you can actually guarantee you True. only True. you two see it. Um, I don't have friends, I, so I've never played it with friends. <laughs> they may have updated it um since you stopped because on pc i found uh collabing with people i knew quite simple like once you join a hunting party you just you just match make into whatever you want okay. uh, together but um i don't know what the game was like on launch because i played yeah. monster hunter for the first time in april 2020 and so like i was jamie also has it on playstation right it wasn't even out on pc yet whenever i got it yeah right yeah right. So that was a huge criticism of the game back then, so maybe they fixed it by the time it hit PC. It'll be interesting to see how Nintendo does it, because they're not known for great online. uh, Yeah, I was going to say, let's be real, it's going to be worse than your last experience. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt in my mind, it's it's just going to be opposite of your dog, which is all fucking downhill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's it. Uh, That's our experience with the franchise. I adore it, Uh, or at least I love World and Iceborne um so i wanted to cover it again i did not go back and re-listen to our like rotary phone quality episodes but you're welcome to um you may hear some things overlap i tried not to cover too much of just like from memory that we've already covered but uh it's going to be complimentary they're all going to 
fit together. Look, uh, I, it, I was yeah. I was there when we recorded the last episode, and anything you tell me will be news to me. So yeah, uh, there we go. <laughs> I'm not I wrote you. the last two episodes, and it'll be, <laughs> it'll be news to me, man. I remember yeah. all I remember is a tower, a tower made by dragons, made of human bones. That's like all I remember. I think it was actually made of dragon bones, but we were joking if things would make bones out of us or i forget yeah but and then we did the races for one episode so it was all the different races in the game yeah the not elf the not dwarf the not and the cats or whatever yeah Yeah. and the rest (laughs) and the and the rest of the cast (laughs) um and hufflepuff (laughs) um (laughs) did you guys imagine if at the end of a harry potter movie hufflepuff won the house cup how like what a what a twist that would be huh I, yeah. wonder, I mean, I'm not so familiar with the movies that, like, maybe it happened, but I can't imagine that's ever happened, right? Hufflepuff winning? Well, what was the personality type that got... Hufflepuff, uh, Hufflepuff is got the Hufflepuffed. Rest. It is the rest. It's literally it, okay. the rest. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Gryffindor's okay. the bravest. Slytherin's the, like, most cunning. Uh, Ravenclaw's the smartest. And the rest to Hufflepuff is how, like, the rhyme <laughs> <Yeah>. goes. <laughs> All of that stuff, like... I, I don't know. It kind of like sets me off because I feel like I've seen so many just like Tinder profiles where someone identifies as a house class thinking yeah. like yeah. that like Her- reading Harry Potter is a personality trait and it just bothers <laughs> me. Uh, wait, is it not? Yeah. Uh oh. I read Harry Potter and I love The Office. That's yeah. my personality. <laughs> reading Harry Potter, reading Harry Potter is not a personality trait. But listening to the lore boys absolutely is. So it is. Uh, pick your free. pick your favorite lore boy. You'll be part of our our lore houses, and uh, yeah, you get the uh, yeah. requisite perks. I, I'll be uh, I'll be Gryffindor, obviously. Uh, <laughs> okay, Peter. Our we, annual come race is coming up. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say <laughs> I want the house that has the fastest come. That's right. Was it come race? <laughs> <laughs> You got Harry like sucking down seaweed or whatever. Uh, like, <laughs> it's rich in zinc. Uh, <laughs> this load is speaking parcel tongue. Uh, <laughs> um, did you put your load in the goblet of fire, Harry? <laughs> I can touch you, Harry. Um, <laughs> we're way off track. I'm sorry about that. No, that's yeah. okay. that is that is okay. Um, so for this episode here for Monster Hunter, um, I don't know, maybe we'll do something else about that one day. Uh, we're going to cover, speaking of cum races, uh, the BBCs. Uh, we're covering the big black creatures okay. of Monster Hunter. Uh, we're going to be talking specifically about the black dragons of Monster Hunter. Okay. Now, this naming convention, I don't know if it got fucked up in translation. Like if it's supposed to be dark dragon or evil dragon or something like that. Um being a dragon and being black in coloration is not unique to the black dragon specifically. Um, it's okay. really more of like a power thing uh, in comparison because they are elder dragons of which there are dozens. Okay. Um, some of which are even like the exact same color. It just really depends on the threat. Um, it's probably just because the games have been retconned a thousand times there's there's like 17 monster hunter games some of which never came out outside of both japan and china um so like the lore is just kind of gets added on every once in a while because originally it was just like a a game where you hunted dinosaurs and then they had like a big epic boss at the end to try and like put it together yeah um put a ribbon within the lore sorry put a ribbon on it exactly yeah um within the lore there are three black dragons 
um, that fall within the Hunter's Guild's category of dangerous first-class monster. Uh, Jamie got into the Hunter's Guild a lot in the older episodes, if I recall. The Hunter's Guild is the bureaucracy of Monster Hunter. Yeah, it's yeah. the government, basically, that controls... You know, they send people out on hunts. They control the economies of some settlements, depending on where they are. They kind of just keep an eye on everything and make sure everything is running smoothly. Make sure Monsters I'm, are getting hunted. Yeah, clothes sure, are getting made. You know, make sure enough enough people are killing animals you know, exactly. at all times to keep the economy going. Sucks for of those course. animals, but we got to keep that economy going. Sometimes Jersey's got too many white-tailed deer as is. I think it's perfectly <laughs> reasonable to go in there and just. You know, have a have a have a seventeen minute fist fight with a deer, and consider, <laughs> consider that like a PB speed run. It involves a lot of rolling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have like the rep level too, so like the more things you do, the higher level you'll be with them. The more contracts you can take out on bigger yeah. monsters, kind of thing, right? Well, they're not going to send some fucking greenhorn to fight a, a Rathalos. It's, it's, right. it's going to be a, a good waste of pants. He's just going to get burned away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once you carry my groceries home, then you can go fight a little dino. Yeah, yeah. Then you can do the next thing and the next. Yeah, thing. Exactly. it's like the guy that you trades can't... a paperclip for a house. You know, right? Just, right. Like, Except you're trading a paperclip for a giant black dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it yeah. would just be a paperclip for... made of dragon bone by yeah, the yeah. end of the game. That's it's, that's yeah. the end game paperclip. Yeah. It's it's a <laughs> you're trading a paperclip for the right to go kill a, a big black dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you you have to earn it. It's uh, it, it's it's like any career. There's no nepotism in Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, so documentation on first class monsters is pretty scant, uh, due to the fact that reading it requires Q level clearance, which I googled and it turns out is a real thing, regardless of what crazy people are doing. That part <laughs> that part's real. <laughs> so it's not. So this isn't a QAnon conspiracy theory. Monster, the Monster Hunter world about about all the dragons that live in the metro tunnels under the White House. Yeah. Of yeah course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the mole children? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I just want to. I just want to kill Hillary Clinton and make armor out of her skin. What's so wrong about that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> GTARP is really big on Twitch right now, and there's one guy who's playing a QAnon conspiracy theorist. Dude, oh it just God. gets me. <laughs> moon Moon on Twitch, dude. You guys gotta check that out. It's so funny. The best insect glaive uh, currently in the White House. You can craft from Lindsey Graham. Uh, so, like, I think it's kind of worth it if hey. you if, if if that's if that's your main weapon. That's yeah. that's the senator that you've got to that you got to grind. It's, it's, that, <laughs> it's that hardened turtle shell. Right? What do you yeah, like no, to play with, Peter? That, that's um the the other guy who looks like a Muppet. Oh, Mitch McConnell. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I did get no, him mixed up because he's like a turtle. He would be my main. I'd have to grind Mitch McConnell because I play Charge Blade. So it's a sort the shield you can make out of his suit. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. It's char- Charge Blade. That's not like the axe gun one, right? Uh, no, it's the sword and shield. That okay. charges up power, and then you can turn it into what is essentially a two-handed axe. But uh, okay. you can consume the, the energy that you build up to make the head spin on it. The, the axe blade will spin like a like a saw blade, basically. So it's really really good on DPS. But it's like like any good cum race, uh, it's <laughs> it it escalates, and then it, there's a lot of there's a lot of DPS payoff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The it ramps up. Exactly, and yeah. then by the end of it, you can you can catch up to the other weapons in DPS. Okay, and uh, since every fight takes like twenty minutes in Monster Hunter, you don't have to worry about fights being too short. You will get to that top DPS. Absolutely, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then once you're familiar with the combo system, like any game, once you're good, you can really ramp up like in a few seconds. Cool. Um, and the other, so it's like not only do you need like special guild clearance to learn about the first class monsters, uh, first class monsters are dangerous enough that they have a pretty strict, no witnesses policy. 
So, like, they would probably shoot a child in the back of the head and then catch the casing as it, like, left the slide for, like, right. no witnesses whatsoever. Right. The, the first-class monsters are, are that kind of dangerous. Um, uh, the, the fact that any of this documentation has, like, survived, um, uh, like, most people say that, like, the monsters could destroy the world if they wanted to. So most of them are apocalyptic in description. Uh Um, And like sometimes the guild will send out like the cream of the crop hunters to deal with a first class monster. If one is (laughs) sighted, the Um, ones who won the race, is that what they get to be called? Yeah. (laughs) Cream of the crop hunters. (laughs) Uh, It's just like if, if too many Lamborghinis hit a white tailed deer, they send the cream of the crop hunter to deal with that out, (laughs) out, out in the woods, basically. Um, like, so whenever they can gather the evidence, like, kind of like, <laughs> like they use like children, they pay children like five cents a day to reassemble shredded mail to find like a first class monster's address. Like after it's all been destroyed, they're like lining it up on clipboards. It's like, well, ah, good, we found one. So that's why the first class monster was shooting children in the back of the head. Because they snitched. Uh, ex- ex- exactly. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. It, it, it's all the snitch orphans. <laughs> the, least tr- the least trustworthy. <laughs> I, and I didn't trust orphans to begin with, but you know. No. They're going to start snitching, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> uh, most hunters sent out to go for a first class monster uh, don't return. Um, it's really kind of the end. The cul-de-sac always gets its pound of flesh, unless uh, unless you're the player character. Uh, yeah, you can. I mean, you can faint <laughs> as many times as you need. Lore-wise, it's much more intense. <laughs> oh, I died in the demo, dude. I fainted three times, and I got I got sent back to camp. I guess you wiped. Yeah, I, I failed. I'm I'm bad at the game. Wow. I mean, you haven't played in years, so you might as well just be starting from scratch, right? I'm, I'm starting yeah. to think that Jamie might be a lowercase g gamer. Oh, no. Stripped of his yeah. uppercase g. <laughs> <laughs> like the patch on his shoulder is like, rip yeah. it off. <laughs> and then give him a new one that's a lowercase. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, once a gamer, to, always a gamer. I mean, that, you have that's to iron this work. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could do the real crust punk thing and just put two safety pins through it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get your mom to fix it up for you. That's the real yeah. gamer move. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> While your tendies are in the oven, she, her hands are free. She can yeah, iron yeah. it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> what's so what's great every- is that we're so serious about this. About yes. Gamers naturally. rising up. Yep. Well, they did. They took down the stock market. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're living in a um, post apocalypse now. Uh, post apocalypse. <gasps> Boo! Wow. I hate that. No, right. Peter. Peter, you've been on point today. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the the crowd is gonna hate to hear it, but they they missed two hum dingers before we started. They did. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one so, of them might uh, one of them might be included in the post credits. So maybe listen all the way to the end. I don't know. God don't willing. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so not every first class monster is a black dragon, but all black dragons are first class monsters. Rectangle square. Gotcha. Exactly. No frequent flyer bitch miles. Uh, every single dragon, all, all, all the uh, all the black dragons, first class all the way, baby. Gotcha. Okay. Complimentary champagne. You know. Mm-hmm. VIP lounge. Uh, free headphones. Yeah, exactly. Free headphones. Um, a warm towel served to you with a tong. Uh huh. The most sanitary right. way to serve a warm towel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially during COVID, I was like, I really wish everybody at the grocery store was using tongs instead tongs. of those rubber, yeah. rubber gloves because they don't switch them between customers. Dude, I hate when the sky nurses touch my shit, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. 
They should. Uh, I've mentioned this before. My elementary school, speaking of uh, sanitation, uh, just had like 20 recorders in the music room mm-hmm. that were just left in a basically like an empty peanut butter jar of Listerine. And that was how they kept them clean. <laughs> oh, yeah. So really, they didn't keep them clean is what you're saying. I don't know how quick, how often the Listerine was swapped out. Uh, if you're gonna in like a rush when you leave for school or whatever, you didn't get to t- brush your teeth. You just go over and you suck on one of the record- recorders, the recorders, right? Yeah, yeah. You just get a yeah. mouthful of mystery. You use, use it like a straw. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the holes, like you just lift it up and start to play it, and it just sprays Listerine out of every hole, <laughs> out you'd of every orifice. Thumb, you'd have to put the thumb, your thumb, over the top like a straw. Or like to cover, you have to cover all the holes, right? Yeah, it yeah. teaches you hand positionings. Which hole do you want the listerine to come out of? <laughs> Play an A flat to fix your breath. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so as far as first class monsters go, uh, I'm gonna get into a little bit of uh, Iceborne here. So Jamie, you wouldn't be familiar with this. Um, I was surprised to learn that Safi Jiva uh, is not considered a first class monster. Uh, Safi is the fully matured form of Xenojiva, who was like the blue baby dragon, the final boss of Monster Hunter World. Yep. Uh, Xenojiva like hatches out of a crystal, <clears throat> excuse me, that is like growing out of the energy of dead dragons at the center of the island. And it like hatches out of that. So it's, you know, powerful. It, it, it exactly yeah. of course thankfully the guild is there to just be like whoa we can't let anybody's car hit that so you just kill it immediately <laughs> <laughs> you know it depend if you speed run it the thing's lifespan was basically eight minutes it's like ah you know taken too soon r.i.p yeah 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 <clears throat> um but clearly another one was born at some point while the guild wasn't watching and managed to mature into safi jiva um safi jiva is incredibly powerful. He's the kind of raid boss at the end of um, Iceborne. Uh, he can drain the life energy directly out of the crust of the earth to heal himself or use his ultimate move, which is called Sapphire of the Emperor. Um, as far as I know, Sapphire is the most powerful attack in Monster Hunter because you cannot survive it. It is an instant kill. You have to take cover. It's it's like a way that the fight is broken up into, into phases. Um Every other attack in the game can be tanked through if you're, you're like crazy. You can just kind of crush it, but Sapphire is an instant kill on everything. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Are, are we going to talk about who the Emperor is? Uh, no. Okay. But no. any guesses? Or he's a know? leader, probably. Yeah, probably. He's king of some description. Yeah, like uh, the a, Emperor. Uh, yeah. Is there Emperor an Empire? Jiva. Okay, yeah. Sure. The Emperor of all monsters. And the Sapphire Star is like, you know, the cardinal point in the sky that they worship. It's like kind of suggested that the the, the Sapphire Star is like a religious thing to Monster Hunter. It's like kind of, it's a very common thing. And they always say like, by the Sapphire Star and that's it. So the Sapphire of the Emperor, the fact that he's sucking the energy directly out of the earth. Safi Jiva might be the Emperor of monsters, is or that's the implication. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Regardless, the attack, I recommend looking up the attack. Uh, it is an artistic masterpiece. Uh, he like basically sucks the energy out of the earth and then just drops like a shimmering star out of his mouth and it will just annihilate everything in the uh, in the <laughs> um, arena as a wipe if you guys unless, don't take it. Unless you're hiding behind like a fallen log or like a, a mossy clump or something sticking out of the ground. Then you're good. It, 
if you take a basic chest high cover, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the highest, the, the, the safest place to be when a star falls from the earth. <laughs> yeah. Behind a modest sized rock. That's <laughs> cool. You can at least like get cover from it. There's some raid bosses in other games where it's like, if you don't beat it by 10 minutes, you just lost. Like you got, there's a DPS check. You got to do enough damage, but we will talk about a DPS check later on in this, in this episode. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not to spoil it. I don't like it. But <laughs> not a fan. Uh-huh. Sapphire the Emperor is my is my kind of thing where it's just like just get out of the way. You can relax, sharpen your weapon, crack your knuckles, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, come quickly yeah. if you're right. Pra- right. Practice for the cum race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that obviously cannot be the title of the episode, but that would be great. Well, I have it written like- down four times already, so I don't oh, know. Fuck. <laughs> If I could get one thing out of that world, it would be none of the monsters, none of the weapons, none of the magic. It would be the food. The food looks it so looks good so in Monster Hunter. Yeah. 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 Like, they put probably more work into making, like, a brochette look good, look better than some of the fucking monsters do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and little kittens will make it for you, too, which yeah. is great. Cat yeah. people. Uh, huh? Cat people. Cat, yeah, well, exactly. I've got mine sitting right here. She's never cooked for me, not yet, but, you know. As soon as I get her spayed, I think she'll be more flexible. Yeah. I love there's a picture of a cat with uh, human ears, and there's, like, a caption saying, like, every person who's drawn a woman with cat ears, you are responsible for them. (laughs) Uh, You're the universe. uh, (laughs) For every every action, reaction, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, thankfully, the guild ordered a siege on Safi Jiva. Like, I don't know how long he's been alive for or mature, um, but because he is discovered and then slain in the same game, it maybe is just a couple of months that it's been aging. It, it definitely grew quickly because it just sucks energy out of the earth. Um, but they ordered Siege on Safi Jiva, and then you slay it in a location called the Secluded Valley, which is within the New World on in Monster Hunter. Okay. Um, off the main continent. So, if he... You said he sucks energy out of the earth, but he, he was sucking the energy out of dead dragons, right? Uh, the energy is deposited into, I think it's called the Everstream, when elder dragons die. Elder dragons are basically like representations of different aspects of nature, so they contain a lot of energy, and when they die of old age or disease or whatever, their life force is returned to the to the earth through the Everstream. Okay, and do you, in Monster Hunter, you don't kill any elder dragons? Oh yeah, you kill hundreds of them. Okay, so I love I love that it's, he is the direct result of the player character doing <laughs> what the Hunter's Guild is telling him to do, which is go out and kill these dragons, right? And then just feeding this this force of... It, it is basically like fighting a giant angry landfill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, how could we have been so foolish? You do actually fight a giant angry landfill. It's like that fire dude where you have to run on his back and destroy all the... The little pieces, then you have to go and shoot cannons at him and stuff. Zora it's Magnaros, like, I've I've got yeah. him in this episode as well to talk a little bit about uh, about Zora. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So you end up killing Safi Jiva in the secluded valley. Um, now, uh, sorry, I lost my place here. Um, okay. You can find it again, I'm sure. You're uh, yes. you're the you're the Ravenclaw of the group. Remember, no. I'm, I'm the smart <laughs> one. There's I'm the Hufflepuff. <laughs> we should give up on this episode. Yeah. Hey, you're you're the you're the Grizzly Adams man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so later on, after killing it, um, still within the New World and within the Secluded Valley, uh, it was discovered that Safi Juva was obviously incredibly powerful. Um, it 
could not go tail to tail with the actual first cl- with an actual first class monster. Um, yeah. So it was still a blue collar working class monster like the stick song. Yeah, it's like he's like one of those guys he like opened a really construct uh, really successful like gravel quarry and then started a couple construction firms and like he has a couple million dollars and he has a couple of houses but he'll never be on the same level as a Bezos or like a Musk or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He has, exactly. he has everything he could ever need in life, but like, there's no way he's comparing with the with the real <laughs> big dogs. Yeah, I like how you measure of success is he has a gravel quarry. <laughs> no, but but I mean, like that's that's a pull yourself up by your bootstraps kind of rich. If you like oh, open yeah. a gravel quarry, then started a bunch of construction firms with that money, like that's just successful business practice. That's not you know a rich guy who just inherited it from mommy and daddy. Yeah, no, yeah. Safi Jiva, I I like to think he 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 earned his you know he earned his gravel quarry. He turned it into yep. a. He turned that gravel quarry into a gold mine. Okay. And then the government was scared of him and had him killed. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, the underclass is making money again. <laughs> Can't have that. Um, in the area where Safi Jiva was discovered, another monster is discovered, uh, having moved in using squatters' rights. I guess mm-hmm. uh, this is the blazing black dragon, Alatrion. Okay. Yeah. Red eyes black dragon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kaiba showed up and was just like, "Uh, Hunter, D- does is that what he uses?" Uh, <laughs> Something. Yeah, I think so. I uh, know he, he uses blue eyes, eyes, white dragon, and then Joey I thought, has red eyes. Yeah, it's okay. Joey. It's a Celtic guardian. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I haven't actually seen the show. I was just like, "I'm cool. Let me take a look at. Let me try." Yeah, yeah. Kaiba. <laughs> Really, uh, really earning my Hufflepuff stripes right now. I, I think Kaiba, and I, I haven't really seen the show either, but I like to imagine that Kaiba, and this is just guessing based on how a lot of animes I feel go, uh, Kaiba was probably beaten in the first season, then he's Yugi's friend for the subsequent seasons, if I had to guess. They, are, they do become friends. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Honestly, I have no doubt that any of us could write a decent, like, Yu-Gi-Oh young script. boy anime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just overall. Dude, I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. My, my Neopets account was Kaiba116102 back wow. in the day. Wow, dude, you just doxed yourself. <laughs> I tried to get into it recently. <laughs> before, no. before Flash died? If somebody can get into that account, please let me know because I want back in. <laughs> They're probably very hungry and need. Grando is very hungry. Yeah. So, so yeah. So someone's gonna take your Neopets account hostage now and be like, "I'll sell it back to you for a thousand dollars." I'd gladly pay. I can't get it back anyway. So. <laughs> You're basically just like asking to get a ransom letter made of like cut out newspaper clippings yeah, yeah. about your Neopets account now, yeah. <laughs> and like a, a, a paint art of like. Uh, your Neopets finger cut off <laughs> yeah. like inside the yeah. envelope. Send it to our P.O. box, Montreal, Quebec. Yeah. Ransom notes <laughs> for Jamie's Neopets. <laughs> I couldn't get back into it because I didn't know what fake birthday I used because I faked my age to get into Neopets. So that'll tell you how young place. I was when I made it. It wasn't 1900 like most kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Most most millennials, if you survey them, were born in the year January 1st, 1900. <laughs> And yet Steam still asks me if I'm old enough. Yeah, me too, <laughs> constantly. <laughs> uh, so Alatrion is described as a living natural disaster. Uh, the first sighting of Alatrion was in the Sacred Lands uh, in Monster Hunter 3. So this was on like the PS2 as far as I know. Uh, and this was uh, I- in the old world. So this is not. This is on the, the older continent prior to the new island being discovered in Monster Hunter world. Um, as far as I know, the games came out in historical order. There's no like 
prequel trilogy or anything like that. Right. Where you get to watch a Latrion pod race. It's not Um, like there's three, like the timeline splits into three in Ocarina of Time when Link either dies or or kills uh, Ganon or spares Ganon. No, like the uh, there's like a hunter uh, in the opening cutscene of the first game who has a longsword, and he's like the same guy in Monster Hunter World, but it's apparently forty years later. Okay, Damn. so it's just like that. It's all it all happens in in the order they came out, basically. So in the, within the Sacred Lands in Monster Hunter Three, uh, this is the, the first player encounter with Alatrion. Okay, um, that dude with the long sword, by the way, to keep himself looking young in true Monster Hunter fashion, kills other hunters and uses parts of their body to upgrade his own face. I'd imagine. Ah, uh, of course, yeah. yes. <laughs> Someone's got um, yeah. yeah. What would the would like a would like a Buffalo Bill in the Monster Hunter universe be really that disturbing? He's just making clothes out of people instead of dragons, right? No, I do. It's transferable totally skill. I mean, yeah. guy, like, you know, leather's made of cows, right? You know, that's a thing that we humans do, right? What? <laughs> like what? my chair right now? <laughs> that's definitely not real leather, but kind of like It's a lazy that. boy. I think it's, I think it's oh, is leather. It la- is it lazy boy? Oh. It is a lazy boy, yeah. Might still be leather, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's made out of fabric. Is yeah, that made out of a cow? Uh, no, but it's made out of the poor, those poor cotton stalks. Yeah, or just like recycled shredded plastic. Yeah, probably more likely. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alatron is a large dark dragon with two wings and four legs, a long neck and a long tail with two large horns on its head that point forwards, kind of like in a scoop or like a pincer sort of shape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like a Nicol the guild, um, they're wider than that, but similar to Nico Bolas. Yeah, if that helps your imagination. Yeah, sure. but they're flatter. Um, the guild, for some reason, uh, measures size in centimeters. Uh, so the guild says the average size of an Alatron is 3,100 centimeters, uh, which for civilized, <laughs> 30 civilized meters. people is 31 meters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and for more barbaric hill tribes, one third of a football field. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how many, how many Chevy pickup trucks can I fit in there? <laughs> <laughs> it's about 100 feet long. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, Alatron prefer to live in isolation from all other monsters and animals. Uh, at the time of Monster Hunter 3, uh, Alatron was imbued with the four medical humors, and say it with me now, Fire, Ice, Thunder, Dragon. Okay, yeah. Fire, four, Ice, Thunder, Dragon. The four humors. Uh-huh. Uh, modern medicine, of course, now no longer recognizes Dragon as a hot, dry humor. Oh. So we've we've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly. We've replaced uh, it with so, phlegm, so fodder, wa- fodder, fire, water, thunder, phlegm. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some theories on why Alatrion live in total isolation put forward by totally not uh, other Alatrion, thinly disguised as members of the Hunter's Guild, is that they require no other life because they are the peak of life itself, since they are imbued with multiple elements, uh, which definitely sounds like it came from the Alatrion lobby more than anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're peak no their peak we're, we're peak uh, i mean their peak life yes those yeah guys. that's why <laughs> separate from us hmm keep getting gigantic letters written in like clawed scratches just like <laughs> who's writing these oh, yeah. um some Is this say a neopet finger in the envelope <laughs> <laughs> alatron's holding all the neopets hostage <laughs> That's why it lives alone. It's because it's a psychopath that's keeping people's Neopets hostage. Oh, my lantern. Uh, some say that the Latreon is not even a monster, but a demon. Um, 
I don't know why they make this distinction. Like in a world with dragons, it's just like, well, no, it's completely unnatural. It's a demon, not a dragon, which <laughs> is just the rules within the universe that like make sense within there. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's uh, more demon, of like a legend thing. Demon means it pissed off God at one point, though. You could be a dragon and be on good terms with God. But if you piss off God at one point, he probably cast you into hell and turned you into a demon, right? Oh, yeah, that's probably true. As like a Latron has like committed the greatest sin. Yeah, he he ate the apple. Yeah, and never had imbued him with four elements. <laughs> he he spilled his seed outside of a cum race. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe he does deserve it. <laughs> um, so whether monster or demon, uh, it is considered unnatural at the very least that the monster would have multiple um multiple elements imbued within its body it's kind of like how the it's like as if the hunter's guild can't recognize an actor who can like sing dance and like act (laughs) at the same time it's like no triple no triple threats must be a demon (laughs) you gotta find hugh jackman hunt him down and and he's dangerous for the ecosystem (laughs) we gotta get rid of him neutralize him so whether you believe the guild or the alatrion lobbyists uh one thing is certain uh that um at this time so the time of Monster Hunter 3, uh, Alatron were an unstable species of black dragon. Um, the multiple elemental forces within their bodies clash violently and change the weather around them constantly. So there is no life whatsoever around an Alatron. No plants, no animals. Um, okay. They just fucking tank property value after all the good public yeah, schools, yeah. you know, get struck by lightning, frozen solid, and then burned down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just terrible. And like, I, could you imagine like, if like one of those sexy Mexican weather girls was trying to forecast around like an Alatrion yeah, moving yeah. in? <laughs> we have an Alatrion system moving in today. And uh, you know what that means? Prepare for some ice, fire, and thunder, and a little bit of dragon. Back a little bit of dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and every time she speaks, she turns sideways. She yeah. has to. Oh, yeah. For the ratings. I can't remember what that girl's name is. Uh, she dated she... a Call of Duty player, and then he uh, dumped her. What? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> guy... No idea who you guys are talking about. There's a competitive Call of Duty player who was dating a really, really attractive um, Mexican like a weather, weather girl. girl. Yeah. And they probably didn't have a whole lot in common and that's probably why it broke up but this guy got a reputation for being the biggest chad ever because he broke up with her just so he could focus on his call of duty you got a chad move really you got to focus on what's important hey there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing more chad with a capital g than focusing on gaming <laughs> over ladies okay <laughs> that we should uh, since we've confiscated jamie's old g we should just mail it to that guy <laughs> as a donation yeah, yeah. take my um, take my g sir instability isn't too much of a challenge for evolution thankfully uh so by the time of monster hunter world uh iceborne specifically so post vanilla game um which i think is a few decades like i was saying the 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 hunter guy the master hunter or whatever is like he mentions something being 40 years later in the game um alatran has not only mastered control of its four elements uh it has added a fifth humor to its tool belt which is the water element that's well that's um, just ice and fire i know it's it's like <laughs> electrons like i feel like stupid for not figuring this out centuries ago <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> i know it's an integral part of my being but i really didn't see the writing on the wall there <laughs> yeah the mitsune that i fought today was definitely water elemented like it would only fight me in the water and use bubbles as a superpower 
Uh, yeah, water blight is like the status effect that that, that can give it, and that tanks your stamina regen. That's exactly what, yeah, it'd it be yeah, like you're running smaller. underwater. Uh, yeah. Or trying to have a fist fight in a dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like punching underwater. Yeah, you're getting chased by lobster men. Your stairs have turned into a massive spiral staircase, and you're unable to yell. It's scary. Yeah, and you can't yeah. read any writing, and your watch doesn't work anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I don't wear a watch. <laughs> That's what fighting a Latrion is like. I always know when I'm dreaming because I uh, my watch doesn't work, and I don't wear a watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all that time I spend wearing a broken watch is how I know I'm asleep. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so I figure it out. That's your, uh, whatever, the, the thing that lets them know in, in Inception. The totem, I think? That's it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, where were we here? Right, oh, um, so why Alatrion came to the New World is unknown. Uh, however, some theories exist that it is the herald for something much more dangerous, or even just the apocalypse itself, just the end of the world. My um, uncle's name's Harold. that's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, Alatron's there to let people let the the guild know that their uncle's coming over. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, to hide oh, all yeah. the good booze. Um, Alatron is suggested to be more powerful than Safi Jiva. Uh, in the intro cutscene, it shows him burning away all of the old shed skins that were like scattered around the secluded valley. So he just changes the decor completely when he shows up and just burns away all the remnants of just like, oh, you thought that thing that sucked the life out of the earth was strong? Wait till you get a load of me. Heck, when and, he comes I'm, in. and I'm going to freeze, burn down, then electric, electrify your schools, and then I make the <laughs> the floor wet, and I didn't bring any signs, and <laughs> and I slow down all the Wi-Fi in the neighborhood. No, <laughs> is that the dragon aspect? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dragon interferes with Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah, my megabytes per second are dragging. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he's got uh, fire, thunder, ice, water, and five G. Yeah. So that's yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's only one G in dragon. That's the thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, it's really he he replaces the five G with the one G dragon. Well, uh, Alatrion's got to dump some fucking hot Mexican weather girls to get extra G's up in this piece. Now. <laughs> yeah, some capital G's. Yeah, yeah some yeah, capital right, G's in the middle of dragon. <laughs> yeah, because right now dragon has a lowercase G in the middle of it. That's a bitch right. move, Alatrion. I gotta say. <laughs> Uh, another hit that Alatron is a herald of the end times uh, is all the billboards that it purchased in Kansas um, as well as the fact that its ultimate attack is called Eschaton Judgment um, and Eschaton is a noun meaning the final act of a divine plan okay that's a new word for me uh, yeah I had to I had to Jamie pull up the clip for it uh, earlier as well because I was just like I n- never looked this up and he was a demon so- he is not okay he's not one of the demons He's a no. dragon. Legend has it. He is just a, he is just one of the three black dragons. Oh, um, right. This is the fight that I was hinting at earlier that I don't particularly like. Um, the fight is like a delight to look at and listen to. The music's great. All the, the soundscape is awesome. He is an elemental DPS race specifically. So if you guys don't do enough elemental damage within like six minutes, that's when he hits the Eschaton Judgment, and it will just wipe your team. There is no cover. <laughs> But it's not a one-hit kill in the same way that Sapphire is. It's just like in, it, it's just like eight thousand damage a second, and your health max is out of two hundred. Dude, that is the type. <laughs> so it just burns. It just no, burns away. We gave you a chance to survive it. Yeah, game yeah. devs probably. That's the <laughs> type of mechanic that makes everybody hate each other in MMORPGs and I play. And oh. it's like, oh, the tank didn't have enough threat, so the DPS couldn't pump enough. All oh, the healers didn't heal enough, so I, I there wasn't enough DPS up. 
uh, you didn't do enough DPS, so we didn't finish it fast enough. It's yeah, like everybody I, just blames each other, and it's awful. I fucking hated it. It's worth yeah. it. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, I, I looked up how many I've actually finished. I have successfully killed seven Alatrion, and I have like the full the full armor set and uh, three or four of the weapons. Totally worth it. The weapons are great. The armor's excellent. Everything looks really cool. Um, I don't like that DPS race mechanic because uh, right. it, it, it's like a three st- three phase fight. So you have to do three DPS races, and if you fuck up on the last one, you all wipe, and it's over. Yeah. So you get nothing. There's there's a fight like that in Nax that killed a lot of guilds in Classic WoW. Oh yeah, <laughs> not us, but a lot of guilds. Yeah. Um, a black dragon who did not return in Iceborne uh, is Dire Morales. Uh, this is the smelting black dragon. Uh, this is going to be a quick section since he's not back. There's no updated lore. It's yep. just like kind of what they had in the game he was introduced in. Um, legends say that Dire Morales is a giant who birthed creation itself. Uh, or if you ask other people, it's the exact opposite of that. And that he is the devil fated to destroy the world. Is he really small in the opposite? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think same, same size in both. Okay, okay. The lore is really small in one, and the lore is really big in the other one. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. If, if you believe he's the devil, he's the size of a volcano. Uh, if you believe he is uh, a titan who birthed creation, he's, you know, the size of a smaller volcano. One of those flatter <laughs> ones. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Like, wider, same mass, but, like, not as tall. Overall, exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, regardless, the guild didn't even believe it existed until it reappeared in the Tainted Sea during the events of Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. So it's kind of like UFOs, basically, Ooh. where the government was just like, ah, it's yeah, not real. Never happened. Uh, no. That's a capital C? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Tainted yeah, C. The tainted C, yeah, the Tainted C is a capital C. <laughs> um, well, you can't prove that he was out to destroy the world. You can prove that he was uh, there to change the font size of the Tainted C because he did <laughs> kill all life in the area, boil away the water, and then fill the remaining space with blood. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a Comic Sans kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the true evil. <laughs> um, Dire Morales' average size is about double of Elatrion's, uh, about 62 meters. So that's two-thirds of a football field. Okay. Uh, he's or 6,200 centimeters. 6,200 centimeters, exactly. The, the <laughs> okay, much more thanks. accurate measurement. Because, <laughs> you know, we measure monsters in itty-bitty little increments for yeah. the ultimate accuracy. Yeah, yeah. I, love, yeah. I love the idea of this thing still being alive and some guy, like, they'd be, like, sending some actuary to go measure him or whatever and just be like, yeah, 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 get up there, buddy. He's like, and he's got it pretty down. He's like, I think it's about 62 meters. No, no, we need more accurate than that, man. 62 yeah. point what? 62 <laughs> point what? <laughs> Give me to 100. <laughs> They gave just a tape measure that you can't reverse. It's just like one side. Yeah, it's just yeah. centimeters. <laughs> centimeters yeah. I was thinking the tape measure only had one centimeter on it, so he had to consistently oh, okay. move it. Oh, no. <laughs> like flip it each yeah. time. Oh, uh, day. You'd have to mark it with your thumb and like rotate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. They'd probably just have prisoners do that. That's like the kind of menial prison labor you could pay someone four cents an hour to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, measure, measure this dinosaur in centimeters. How, how the how the hell else are they supposed to to detox from a drug addiction? Yeah, you tell me. This is huh? the, they're going to rehabilitate you. <laughs> <laughs> how else are they going to reintegrate with society without these vital skills that they need to know on the outside? Decades <laughs> of mind numbing boredom heals all wounds, yeah, as the old saying goes. That's, that's what they yeah. say. That's what they say. I've got it on a T-shirt. <laughs> Um, so he's a darkly colored dragon again. Uh, this time, this time, however, he is bipedal for the most part. Uh, he rears up on his hind limbs, and he cannot fly. Uh, his 
wings have both kind of fused into chimneys that just like spew <laughs> out magma. Okay. Wow. So he's yeah, he's he's just fire. He's not unnatural like that gross Elatrion. Yeah, it's like a fire blastoise. So they got they, Yes. They have uh they have um prisoners measuring him and then they got orphans uh doing the chimney sweep job, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. Got You've got to keep the wheels of industry turning somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and his, his wings as well now, since he can't fly, they act as like lava mortars. So he just lobs globs of, lobs globs oh, of lava as, as one of his primary attacks. Okay. It makes sense. They send the children in for the chimney sweeps. They play a lot of Minecraft. They know the water bucket trick. Yeah. They, 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 they will, they'll get out yeah. of there. Yeah. You know, there was like a, there was like a condition that like chimney sweep boys would get called like chimney sweep scrotum or something where, cause they would send them up chimneys naked. <laughs> So, so they don't get stuck. Like clothing would get caught, and you like butter them up and shove them up the chimney. <laughs> yeah, like it, that's exactly it. And like the naked boys would get like different conditions, being constantly exposed to like carcinogenic ash. Yeah, yeah, just coal, like charcoal all over. Yeah, the place. exactly. And then there's like a specific like scrotum disorder that like chimney sweeps could get. Chimney scrot? That's awful. <laughs> 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 smoker's lung tennis elbow chimney scrot it's all the <laughs> water in the knee operation <laughs> e- oh no you like hit the electrical edge of the scrotum on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what to pull out the piece pull out the piece of coal with a little metal yeah, tweezers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god goodness gracious um but yeah so that's that's dire morales um he's he's never actually been seen interacting with other monsters uh though some members of the guild claim that dire morales has a girlfriend that goes to a different high school okay okay that's the high school that existed in ancient times it predates history obviously uh we had we had mentioned this earlier a similar elder dragon is one of the obstacles in monster hunter world however uh zora magdaros has much smaller realistic goals um, it does not want to destroy all life on the planet. Uh, it is simply going to the new world to quietly lay down and die. Uh, <laughs> except the guild is just like, you can't have that. You're dying know. on our terms, yeah, baby. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, it, that is literally the, you can't quit. I f- I'm going to fire. I like you're fired. Like routine. Yeah, that, is like, exactly, yeah. that is the plot of monster hunter world. Is Nora <laughs> Magdaros is trying to quit. And the, the guild is just like, I don't think so, bitch. Yeah, you're getting oh, a my. severance motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like it or not. When I'm severancing your head from your shoulders. You don't actually kill it because this thing is the size of a mountain, but you like use these giant mechanical harpoons on the side of a battleship called the Dragonator and then just pelt it with cannons until it gets exhausted and turns around. Yeah. <laughs> you like start off the fight and you have to like repel onto its back and like kill these three things. Then you yeah. go onto the pirate ship and shoot them down. Yeah, it has like magma yeah. crystals that are that are on its back and like... The guild thought that if something that huge died and released all its energy into the Everstream, it would cause, like, more damage than anything. So they were like, well, obviously, because we want to continue living here, we need to tell him to fuck off and die somewhere we think is convenient. (laughs) (laughs) You're dying on our terms, idiot. Yeah. I remember killing that thing a lot. I don't know what we needed from it, but we killed it a lot. in In the base game, his gear is pretty good. Okay. Like, you can get blast procs uh, from the Zora Magdaros armor, which is just, like, a meter that builds up and then bursts into, like, a guaranteed amount of damage, which is usually either 300 or 600. 
um, depending on if the monster is weak to blast. And 300 damage is a lot of fucking damage in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Like, it's my like, bombs were hitting for 45 when I was just playing now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. E- exactly. Like, 300 damage is a lot because, like, a low tier monster or a lower rank monster may still have, you know, 8,000 health. So if you can get a blast <laughs> proc off it, it's a lot of progress. I remember there was um, one fight, just like speaking of burst damage, where we'd all get these like kegs of gunpowder, and yeah. this monster would run off and go and sleep in its nest to regen its health, and we would all put a keg around its head and light them at the same time, so it would just wake up to like five explosions in its face, <laughs> and it, that was the most damage we could do in like a short period of time. It was really that's fun. a really common strategy because you get a yeah. wake up damage bonus. So if you stack all your barrel bombs in the exact same location and blow them up at the same time every single one of them gets the wake-up bonus, so you can just finish off a monster in some cases okay, yeah. and not even have to fight its final phase because I, I don't know if they regen health when they're asleep. Like, I've never been on a hunt where we've been like, well, let's see if he gets better. Like, yeah. so- <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just like, let him rest. He looks tuckered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, let him sleep. Uh, yeah, Namdi showed me that trick on our, the guy who joined us on our Street Fighter episode, friend of the show. Yes, yeah. eons ago. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So, speaking of the past, actually, this is a good segue. Uh, speaking of the past and death, we're coming to death itself. Um, the final black dragon we're going to talk about here is the monster that all other monsters fear, even other elder dragons. So, like, the representatives of nature are afraid of Fatalis. He is he's the daddy dragon. He's the main one. He's essentially... He just is Nicole Bolas. He's like the antagonist of the entire series. Yeah, he's. This is the first one that I recognize the name. I'm like, that's definitely a name that I've heard before. Yeah, Fatalis is the final boss of the first first game. He's been with the series for the entire time. He's made multiple appearances in multiple forms, and then he was the capstone of Iceborne. Uh, his fight was added as free DLC if you own the expansion. Uh, just to end Monster Hunter World before they released a final patch, and then focused all their attention on monster hunter rise which is the new one coming out on switch okay but they they capped off it's just like hey man new game we did really well um how about you just ascend through the the hunting ranks and fight god and it's like yeah okay that's pretty good sure. I'm, yeah. I'm into that sure, sure sure yeah he's like deathwing he's like basically any evil dark dragon in yeah, any other exactly game. Yeah. yeah the concept of an evil dragon is certainly not new uh yeah. what with you know like saint george in the 11th century but (laughs) (laughs) all the good ideas have been taken um but he's he he's got a very interesting story within monster hunter most of which i remember jamie detailed already in our previous episodes but i'm gonna get into some newer shit that was added with the expansion uh to world because some things were expanded on and some things were confirmed that were like I want to say fan theories, but like we're very, very much just like, oh, 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 is that what you think? We're not going to tell you. And then they like wink at you like, OK, like <laughs> some of the things that were, uh, you know, finally canonized were not exactly like, oh, really? Wow. Thank you. But I can't believe we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can't talk about Fatalis without qu- uh, quickly mentioning Shrade Kingdom. Um, thousands of years before the first Monster Hunter game, uh, the entire kingdom was destroyed, leaving behind only the ruin of Castle Shrade at the center um, of, of, the, uh, of the kingdom. Castle Shrade was added in Monster Hunter World, so you actually leave the New World and return to the continent um, at the end of Iceborne. So it, goes, okay. it comes full circle. You return 
and you go to Castle Shrade because like there's something spooky's going on, something weird's going on. Yeah, we suspect we have a a ancient dragon god problem. Yeah, we need, we <laughs> need to tell go you which one. Yeah, we need you to go into the basement and sort it out, kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like okay, well we've done pretty well um, corrupting the forces of nature and you know preventing other things from dying, but now we've got a problem. We might have to kill God. I'm just like, God's starting to cause problems with us, <laughs> problems for us as well. And I mean, like, we're going to intervene, right? We can't let this just play out on its own or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, the calamity uh, was believed to have come from the center of the region, so possibly based directly out of Castle Shrade. Um, until recently, which is what I was talking about earlier, uh, what caused the Great Wyvern disaster was described only as a chaotic force of unknown origin. Uh, which they called the perfect enemy of humanity. Um, and then in Iceborne, it is just completely confirmed that the fan speculation was true. The entire kingdom was obviously consumed and destroyed by Fatalis himself. Okay, makes sense. Like, yeah. I mean, he's the big bad guy. Uh, what do big bad guys do if not completely and utterly destroy kingdoms? Yeah, pause and reset history uh, at a moment's notice, as yeah. Fatalis has done, right? Um, some theories, uh, sorry, I, I keep, I keep like forgetting how to read today. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's hard to remember all the time. It's, it's yeah. surprisingly not like riding a bike reading. It's much harder than that. Exactly. <laughs> Google, uh, Google drive doesn't have any training wheels. So I, you know, after two weeks of not being the host, I just kind of fall off. Lord, scraping my knees. <laughs> Lord knows if reading was easy, people wouldn't be listening to a podcast right now. Right. Oh, that's true. That's they, true. They would just re- they would just read this stuff for themselves. <laughs> You're right. It is the listener's fault. Thank you. Yeah, we don't add anything. So no. Uh, some theories state that the original Fatalis that destroyed Shrade ascended and became White Fatalis, uh, the ancestral dragon, uh, who you can fight in one of the Monster Hunter games. Didn't look this up. Um, he's obviously changed coloration. He is no longer kind of black and purple he's kind of white and gold uh he has like a fuzzy mane he's kind of transformed from european dragon into chinese dragon like a fusion of the two yeah Uh, a little uh what is it falcor a little falcor-esque a little falcor yeah Yeah. exactly very luck dragon pinch of falcor except if except if falcor wanted to you know um burn away all life on the planet opposed to be a big old flying puppy dog (laughs) (laughs) i looked up white fatalis and it looks like at least ps2 graphics like it's been a while since that has been out yeah exactly um but yeah so the fan cannon got confirmed um fatalis the regular one uh is a slim very snake-like black dragon so he's very very like way longer than he is tall um and very and slithers around despite the fact he does have four legs and two big wings he kind of uses his wings when he sprints i guess like a bat might if it was crawling around because he has these big claws on the ends of his wings to drag himself forward so right like when you're running really fast and you start to use your hands to help you like like you do uh yeah when you want to get up the stairs faster exactly exactly yeah especially it's even better if you've got carpeted stairs (laughs) So he's got built-in carpeted stairs. Built-in carpeted carpeted stairs wherever he goes. That's his. That's his breath weapon. Is he breathes carpet in front of himself to grip? Yeah, he gives you, he, and he gives you rug burn, which uh, <laughs> is is just like a little dot status effect. It yeah, just drains yeah. your health. Dude, he's got carpet for his stairs. A <laughs> guy. 
<laughs> yeah, well, he Fatalis uh, started that gravel business, and now here he is. Right. Here is yeah. The the black dragons all uh, just have like, you know, what would normally be a money laundering thing for a mob guy, as <laughs> as as careers. Uh, you've, Dyer Morales had a bowling alley. I forgot to I forgot to mention that. Ah, oh, right, right. Yeah. That was his cover business. Right. Um, he's larger in Iceborne now um, than in previous games. He is four thousand one hundred and thirty seven centimeters in length. At the time of Iceborne. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his body is made up of seemingly non-biological material. Uh, his eyes are made of crystal and seem to retain residual energy. Uh, some say that all the harvested material is haunted, like a McDonald's McRib. So okay. a lot of people who slay a Fatalis end up becoming vegans. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since he appeared in response to the ancient civilization's creation of the equal dragon weapon, which we talked about in the previous episode, and he's at least partially made of non-biological material, I did want to throw out this absolutely bonkers conspiracy that Fatalis is an equal dragon weapon that has become sentient and is now seeking revenge on its creators. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like... The just a quick recap if you don't go back to listen to the previous episode, the equal dragon weapon is a biomechanical monster made of like hundreds of harvested bodies of other monsters. So the okay. ancient civilization was trying to like basically make the six million dollar man, they had the technology and they were making it out of um harvested monster parts, and then nature itself seemingly rose up to destroy Shrade, uh, or maybe like I said this completely nonsensical fan theory that I made up this afternoon. <laughs> I mean, Fatalis uh, is a per is, is an equal dragon weapon. It wouldn't be the stupidest, the stupidest thing that we've ever heard on this podcast. If that was the uh, truth, you know? Yeah. Lore boys, Canada or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Every time Jamie changes web pages, it looks like he's, uh, he's stripped naked and climbed up a, ch- a chimney. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> his, his apartment is so dark. He is light burnt out today, and he doesn't have a, a replacement yet. So uh, every time yeah. he switches off the Google homepage, which is pure white, he just—it's like he disappears into a dark cave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quick, That's throw a- some gunpowder around his head. I have to. <laughs> I have to okay Google anytime I want to go to the bathroom just to find my way. Right about now, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty dark in here. <laughs> Uh, there's a secondary legend of another Fatalis, simply called the Black Flame, uh, which is described as having six horns instead of four, um, blue light that kind of like emanates through his chest scales, and then strange fluids coursing through his bodies. So I read this after coming up with a theory that Fatalis was an equal dragon weapon, but the fact that the Black Flame is kind of also has mysterious fluid coursing through his body. I'm not saying Fatalis is basically the Terminator, but he might be. <laughs> he might be. Yeah. Sent back in time. Yeah, I'll I, be back. <laughs> Eschaton Judgment oh, very Day. Good, very good joke. Very good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be back. Uh, Did you yeah. get it? Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I believe that was a Dax Flame reference. If I'm getting yeah. it. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> told, you, told you I got it. <laughs> uh, we mentioned in our previous episodes that uh, Fatalis would melt down his human victims and like coat his body in them to basically make armor out of the people he had killed to make a mockery of the hunters doing the same thing with monsters. Um, This actually got added into the game. So uh, in his third and final phase uh, of the fight in Iceborne, this is his grab move. 
So he kind of goes nuclear a little bit. His chest kind of catches fire and cracks open and has a bunch of fire pouring out of it. And if his grab move gets you, he kind of body slams you on top of you and then lifts up. And your character like is attempting to peel himself off of Fatalis's chest. He's like melting into Fatalis. He's trying to consume you and your armor. He's like a he's like a Tolkien dragon where he's all sticky on the underside. Exactly that. Yeah, he's a, like like Smaug in the Hobbit book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, this is like his final desperate move because that's why he's combat looting because we know that's a rookie move. Um, to try and to try and loot the armor off your body while you're still alive. Come on, they gotta have something good, something that'll help me kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If a hunter manages to slay a Fatalis, I did it twice. Um, Two successful ones, and then one where my host dropped, so I ended up by myself and then got killed in one hit. But (laughs) we had done enough damage that I still managed to loot. I got some loot from it, so I have constructed two weapons and two pieces of armor for Fatalis. If you break, like, pieces of his body, you can get, like, a chunk of a tooth to fall off. And you can pocket it before he kills you. Before he kills you. Exactly. And you can wake up with it back in your bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, your cat cat picks you up in the wagon and just dumps you out with all the shit that you picked up. (laughs) I really like that in Monster Hunter Rise when you faint. Like, these two cats run with the wagon and just, like, yeet you out of it after you faint. And you're, like, (laughs) flopping to the ground. Yeah. Well, the the fact that cat people are the closest thing that the this world has to professionals is is uh, <laughs> pretty fucked up. Um, the fight with Fatalis in Iceborne is fucking excellent, but it's really really hard. And sadly, I don't like the way the gear looks, and that's a lot more important to me in a game like Monster Hunter. His armor set, uh, at least the beta set, which has the more customization slots. Looks like a combination of Sauron and a furry. It's just not my thing. I'm just yeah. not into it. Uh, I didn't bother get completing the set. I crafted two pieces because the two set bonus is really, really fucking good. Um, it awakens the upgraded version of every single skill in the game. Um, and his set bonus works lore-wise because if he is the god of all monsters, wearing his armor it stands to reason that wearing his armor and using his power would allow you to basically unlock the potential of every other monster that is beneath him. Yeah, give you some some ability over those monsters at least, right? Yeah, yeah. So like any bonus you want, you can max out completely. Um, I have the helmet and the gloves, uh, but I wish I had made something other than the helmet because I, like I said, I just fucking hate it. <laughs> the aesthetics. I use the Safi Jiva armor because it's cool and transforms when you take your weapon out. Okay. Um, when I played that game, I only just made what looked cool. I didn't really care about the stats that much. Yeah, I mean, you can get to a point where you can get a mix of both, which is what I'm, what I do. Yeah. Uh, but I care about the set bonuses a lot. Okay. I had full um, Nergagante, and then the, the best tier of short, short gun or whatever. Uh, yeah, the Nergagante set bonus is great because as you attack, you can heal yourself. Oh, cool! Yeah, that is. Okay. Cool. It's got, it's got, it's got like uh, a percentage of the damage you do is just automatic regen. Um, hunters who wear the Fatalis armor. So Fatalises have been defeated in the past. Whether it's the same one reincarnated, we don't really know. Um, but either way, you can kill and harvest parts off its body. Um, hunters who wear the the gear report having constant nightmares, uh, unsettling <laughs> strength. Uh, or like someone else was looking out through their eyes. It's like being walked around by some force while you're paralyzed within your own body. Yeah, sounds like yeah. sleep paralysis. 
sleep paralysis, but if you were standing up and being walked around. Uh, and it's like you can feel a second pair of eyes behind your own. I hate sleep paralysis, man. I get it bad. I get it real bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you got to take your fatalis gear off once in a while. Hey. Yeah. I, I like to feel safe when I'm sleeping, though. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with no lights, you got to you got to keep your armor on all the time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got like a slight nipple glow from his fire powers, so it's like a little nightlight. It keeps me <laughs> just, keeps just, me... Uh, just go to sleep with a broken wristwatch, and then you'll know that you're dreaming. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, we established we've given so much good medical advice this episode. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. you <YouTube. laughs> um, Some people who wear the fatalis armor for too long simply disappear or die in unfortunate accidents, like. The armor itself is fully cursed or haunted. Makes the sense. full set bonus within the game is also lore friendly. Uh, it gives you a permanent health and stamina boost to your character without food that persists through fainting. So once again, uh, as your character was imbued with like the unholy powers of Fatalis, you no longer even require food to live. The armor itself kind of keeps you going around. It's kind of like the armor is, is kind of a combination of like the one ring and venom. Okay. Right. So it's okay. cursed and corrupts the wearer, like the ring from Lord of the Rings, and then gives you a different person, can change your personality and, and gives you super strength, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, and I'll... you can lick your own elbow without moving any of your body parts. True. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you the power Loud of noises long... make your armor fall off. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, a photographer character steals your armor at the end of the game. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> uh, the weapons from, made from Fatalis are similarly cursed. Uh, some of them eat away at the wielder's hands. Uh, the helmet chaps both of your lips. And others create banshee-like screams that echo within your skull at all times. That sounds unpleasant in general. Yeah. Dude, chapped lips out. <laughs> There's not enough Nivea for men in the game to, to satiate <laughs> yeah. the dryness. Ouch. You have to kill Nivea the dragon and harvest its balm gland too. Well you need to get a tail cut so you can get the, the, the Nivea for men drop and it's okay. like a 2% chance yeah. obviously. Very yeah. Go Nivea Very for long. women again. Throwing this oh. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking pink. I'm not putting that shit on my lips okay? Yeah. <laughs> not different lips you know like I need Nivea for men. Yeah. Yeah because it's white which is totally better right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, similarly to Dire Morales which suggests some relation between Fatalis and Morales uh, Fatalis is said to be able to regenerate fully from his own constantly beating heart, which you actually get as a uh, weapon decoration when you beat him for the first time in Iceborne. It hangs off of like the pommel of your sword or whatever weapon you're using, uh, meaning he can never really truly die. But this is also obviously hinted at in the fact that all the description text on the armor and the materials hints at it's just like, hey, this shit's pure evil and I wouldn't put your head inside of this. <laughs> Probably yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, if you ever want to sleep peacefully again, don't put this helmet on. Right. Don't jerk off wearing the Fatalis gloves. <laughs> <laughs> you might win that cum race, but at what cost? At what cost? <laughs> um, the Hunter's Guild is, is so fucking funny. They've never actually observed a Fatalis regrowing from his own still-beating heart, so they haven't recorded it, and they insist it's impossible. They're just like, ah, don't worry about that shit. Uh, <laughs> how does it keep coming back? Uh, not like that, that's for sure. Yeah, haven't seen that happen. <laughs> haven't seen anything happen, so we have no evidence whatsoever, and spe speculation is 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 ridiculous. We don't like any of that yeah. here. Not not neither to the four, nor the contrary. So good enough <laughs> for me to say, definitely the contrary. 
Um, Alatrion may cooperate with Fatalis. Um, a second Alatrion appears within the new world and must be killed before you can even attempt Fatalis. So he has slightly lower health, health than a regular Alatrion, but they were not fucking around with this last thing here. It's like, oh yeah, you want to kill God? Why don't you beat this DPS boss again, again. before you can even try it? Good luck, kids. Damn. Yeah. Um, and the link that I kind of made in my head here that, you know, Eschaton being a term for the apocalypse, Alatrion being seemingly a world-ending dragon and needing to be defeated before Fatalis' return, and the entire supporting cast within Iceborne being, like, shocked and terrified that Alatrion is back so quickly before fighting Fatalis kind of gives me the impression that, like, He's the pre-apocalypse for the actual apocalypse that is Fatalis. Yeah, yeah. a little moosh-boosh. Moosh-boosh apocalypse. Yeah, it's a, uh, an apparent sif, if you will. He's <laughs> the charcuterie board before the main course. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so those, that, them's there are the three black dragons of Monster Hunter. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I have been your uh, host, Peter mm-hmm. O'Donoghue. You can check out our podcast on Instagram, at Podcast. Uh, that's where you can find all the title cards and send us happy messages. Um, contact at loreboys.com is also our uh, contact email if you want to send us suggestions or just send us compliments or criticism, whatever you want. Mailbag's filling up. We're going to be doing one of those episodes soon. soon, soon T- probably, TM. Yeah, yeah exactly. When we, when we feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to hear our mad whisperings in your ear, you can go to teespring.com, which you can find in our about section, and get some of our merch. It's T public. Uh, it, it is yeah. T public, yes. T public, my bad. Yeah. Uh, and also, I am J A Y M I L K on Steam. Buy my games. Buy, <laughs> buy my games. Uh, I was getting more and more shameless every yeah. time. <laughs> Uh, I'm Ethan. Join the Discord, loreboys.com slash about. Uh, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash the loreboys. Thanks so much. We got a new patron this week. Oh, God. I'm going to pull up your name. Why don't, why don't you guys vamp for a few minutes while I pull up this fine folks name? Hey, uh, you guys like cyberpunk? Sure. I do. I haven't played it. Uh, you know Arasaka, the, the, the mega corporation? I do. Why don't you Arasaka my day? <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Dude, got a dream. No vulgarity on this podcast, Jamie. Extremely Uh, rude. (laughs) Um, Anything you will need, though, people out there listening, wonderful listeners, even the terrible listeners, I don't care. Um, Everything can be found at loreboys.com slash about. All the important links are there. Also, uh, the merch that we sell that corrodes your skin and haunts your dreams is tea public, not tea spring. Just for clarity. My bad. Exactly. Uh, shout out to Connor. Thanks for becoming a patron, Connor. Means the heckin' world to us. Uh, you're great. You're good. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Hope you join the Discord if you're not one of the two people, three people, four people that joined. He already page, did. Something like that. There yeah. you go. Uh, yeah. Then I'll get you your Discord flair, and I'll give you access to the proper uh, patron-exclusive channels. Um, yeah. And anybody else who wants into those, just message me on the side. I'll, I'll give it to you. No problem. Hey. Uh, <laughs> You said I'm not even allowed in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta uh, pay your dues, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Anybody who doesn't trust Patreon, of course, of course, we always have Lower Boys Prime. We've been working on uh, plenty of Gs for, uh, to, to give out to people. You can iron them to your, your jean jackets, to your windbreakers, to uh, whatever you want. You could just iron them straight onto your chest if you like. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, despite all the medical advice we've given today. 
Your filthy dickies book bag. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Jamie hasn't been sleeping so well recently. He's had sleep paralysis. So we've been trying to come up with some creative ways to uh, help him shake it off. So I'm going to simulate paralysis by uh, strapping him to his bed one night when he's sleeping. And we need people to come over and try and scare him. And then oh, no. we figure if somebody, oh, yeah. if somebody could scare him good enough, then he won't be scared of whatever cockamamie ideas his brains could cook up, right? Uh, so any everybody who uh, signs up to volunteer, and you can do that at, at Laura Boys Prime, um, everybody who signs up to volunteer to help scare Jamie will receive a G that they can iron onto, whatever they, they so choose. Uh, we yeah. can put them two Gs if they figure out a way to puppeteer his body while he's still paralyzed. Yeah. So they'll really spook him. But we'll never give yeah. we'll never give away five Gs because that causes COVID. So, of course, uh, <laughs> so, I think that would constitute a lower boys. 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 Oh. 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 My name's Ethan. This is a preliminary sound check. My name's Johnny Silverhand, and are a sock on these nuts. <laughs> Peter? Doing a sound check, buddy. I know. I was checking my levels. Uh, wow. They increased to buzzing quality uh, for no apparent reason again, so I had to adjust them down okay. to where they would be appropriate. I, do, I will say, you, you don't sound buzzy, but you do look square. <laughs> nice sweater, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> No, I'm, it's my I'm Ned Flanders sweater. It's very warm. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Your waveforms uh, do look boxy. Uh, I recognize certain ones by like tattoos and things that they have around their junk. I know there's one guy named Small Hands, and I remember I remember that <laughs> stupid fucking stage name. And I've seen I, I've I've seen him in a video. He has like a full body tattoo setup, like pretty good, except for the fact it stops dead at his waist as if he's wearing like skin colored pants okay huh like no nothing on his on the side of his leg or like he has on the, like anything below like where he would bend forward so i guess for them like job interviews like they it's cock only instead of keeping it underneath oh, where you're yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah leaves his leaves his shirt and tie on but takes his pants off yeah. right yes yeah. yes of course and obviously a thigh tattoo in a in a cat on a casting couch would be unprofessional yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> teardrop tattoo on one of his balls it's just the- like yeah i mean i fucked a guy to death <laughs> <laughs> uh, i feel like it, it's like he really committed dozens to hundreds of hours of his life to tattooing and then he just like got halfway through and was like no i'm done yeah you know what that was just a phase for me (laughs) it kind of hurts actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh man planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.